1: Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. We've got our take cannons loaded and ready. ready. Absolutely dominant on deep routes. Absolutely dominant on short routes. Our boys are Excellent separation against man coverage. This
0: is Reception's Reception's show. Uh, you know what I learned this weekend, Matt? Um, I learned that good wide receivers can lift an entire offense. Now, honestly, we had kind of sort of like, when we talk about offense lifters, you know, like, you know, generally I think we're kind of sort of exclusively really talked about quarterbacks doing that for an yeah. entire offense, but man, with the crazy wide receiver movement that we saw this offseason, And we've talked about this before that we'll probably never see something like that ever again. Mm-hmm. But a great wide receiver can lift an entire damn offense. I want to start in Philadelphia. A.J. Brown, all you can say is sheesh. This dude was an absolute GD monster, bro. 13 targets, 10 receptions, a buck 55, literally carrying Detroit
1: secondary guys 20 yards downfield like it, it was like a man among boys. He just looked awesome out there. He looked awesome. Uh, according to NFL research, he had the most uh, receiving yards in the first half and a team debut by a non-rookie wide receiver since at least 1991, the year I was born, by the way. So uh, hey. <laughs> that's a long time. Hey. <laughs> it's a long time. Yeah, I mean, it was funny. Like Sometimes a guy can take all of the like, off-season worries and just crumple them up and just throw them right in the trash, man. And I, I think that's what AJ Brown did in Week One. Forty-four point eight percent target share for AJ Brown. <laughs> that was. incredibly it was a carryover of the narrative that we talked about on the bold prediction show which was that jalen hurts was just throwing the shit out of the ball to aj brown in training camp and pretty much to nobody else like yeah that's (laughs) that's that's a lot of what it looked like in in week one nine targets in the first half nobody else had more than four um he ran a route on 39 of 44 jalen hurts dropbacks and like yeah, forty four dropbacks for Jalen Hurts. That's pretty good. Like the the Eagles ended up being, I think, right around like middle of the pack in neutral passing rate. And if they are gonna play that way, because their offense has been transformed, as you say, by a transformative talent, AJ Brown, then a hundred percent, like Brown is gonna, like we talked about in the Bold Prediction Show, he's going to go crazy in this offense. And it's just so good to see because it felt like at times in Tennessee, and I think. this has been made clear by the fact that they doubled down basically on their Derrick Henry centric identity, you know, that he was sort of like, Oh yeah, we'll get to AJ Brown. We'll, we'll get to him in the, in the pecking order. And like, but it were a Henry first identity. Like if the Eagles are about to be, a, our universe revolves around A.J. Brown, he's going to mm, have right. a really special season.
0: And I get it. Part of it is, again, we talk about matchups. You can't put these guys in a vacuum. It's just not possible. Right. A.J. Brown was taking on the Detroit secondary. That is uh, very much a work in progress, certainly in the in the, in the the bottom third of the NFL. I think what, if, if I'm a Detroit fan, to be honest with you, I'm probably more concerned about the fact that they added a terrific pass rusher in Aiden Hutchinson and they still only had a 21% pressure rate on the quarterback yeah. this week, which, by the way, was almost identical to the pressure rate they had last year. And one sack, it's like, guys, they ranked second to last in pressure rate last year, depending on what sites you go to. They had the third few of sacks. You add Aiden Hutchinson, it didn't look like it made a damn bit of difference. I don't know. That would be a big concern for me yeah.
1: if if I was Detroit. Eagles are a good offensive line though. I will mm-hmm. say that they have a really True. good offensive line. So, and Detroit's defense, I think is still between the two units are, is the biggest work in progress of of, the, of their, of like two sides of the ball there for Detroit. Um, From a fantasy angle, like, Hey, this is what we want out of Detroit. Like we want, Uh, teams to throw and run all over their defense and then bring that offense out of the shell and get (laughs) Amon Ross St. Brown another 30-plus percent target share. (laughs) Tough look for the haters on Amon Ross Uh, St. Brown. But, yeah, I mean, A.J. Brown, this hmm. was – it was just awesome to see this. And um, it felt a lot like um, the – it was when DeAndre Hopkins got traded to the Cardinals in 2020 and, like, Stefan Diggs got traded, I think, to the Bills in in 2020. But it was especially – true when hopkins arrived in arizona that folks were like pretty willing to fade deandre hopkins um but then from the first game like kyler murray just throwing to hopkins throwing yeah. to hopkins throwing to hopkins right. and that was the same thing we saw with hertz and um and a.j brown for the Eagles. so I, I i'm i'm really excited about this and we know AJ, we know based on reception perception a.j brown's one of the best uh, man coverage beaters one of the best press coverage beaters top three in both categories last year so he deserves this volume as well
0: Oh, can we talk about the flip side of that coin, though, in Philadelphia? Okay, there was only three wide receivers targeted at all. We know A.J. Brown was targeted the most, obviously. Zach Pascal was the only other wide receiver to catch a ball. Okay, only other mm. wide receiver. Okay, now the, the, the running backs and the tight ends caught balls, but the only other wide receiver to catch a football in Philadelphia was Zach Pascal. Our dude, Devontae Smith, a big, fat zippers zero catches on four targets zero yards i am i am hurt inside i've got Devonte smith in a lot of different spots because his adp had dropped so far and i'm like okay well hold up now look i get the aj brown's gonna dominate target share but i mean Devonte smith's still a pretty good player you can't this is literally what i said to myself in draft I'm like, <laughs> you can't just feed one guy it's impossible <laughs> it's possible narrator no? voice it was possible
1: yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> all right what do we think about Devonte though like what is going on here man like i know sunnier days are ahead but dude yeah the lion's secondary stinks you know Devonte. like you know jalen hurts is out here slinging it 32 times like which for him is slinging it you know like wh- Devonte smith zero catches oh my god what do we expect for Devonte smith moving forward
1: yeah, man, it's it's obviously a really bad break uh, for Devontae Smith. And, you know, I, I'm a little – I'm not that surprised by this because this is kind of how I ranked Devontae Smith. Like, I, I had him buried at, like, wide receiver 38, wide receiver 40 throughout, like, the entire offseason because – Like, yeah, obviously, Jalen Hurts, if he's going to make it happen, he's going to make it happen with A.J. Brown. And, you know, what was disappointing for Devontae Smith was that his air yards per target was like 5.8. You know, he wasn't even getting, like, a bunch of vertical looks or anything like that. It was all A.J. Brown. And, you know, he's – I will say this, like, we got we definitely got the answer to my biggest question with, like, how these guys are going to line up. A.J. Brown took 41.3% of his snaps from the slot. Uh, Devontae Smith was 85.5% out wide. Like, he's – unfortunately just going to get those low percentage outside X receiver looks. And I think Devontae Smith's going to have big weeks this year. I think they're going to be really, really, really hard to predict. So I I don't have a lot of comfort. I don't really have a lot of comfort for you, James. I mean, it'll be great if the (laughs) Eagles offense is good. Like I said, he's going to have some weeks, but um, I don't know. He's a good, really good player. Just, this is a tough spot to get volume.
0: Oh my god, I don't know what to do, man. I'm I'm just so torn because again, it's like, oh my god, I, it's he, he's too good of a player, right? To to just get iced out, but he got iced out. So now yeah, I'm just in full on hard. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I am in full on panic mode. I'm like, "Oh my god, sell sell sell." let's transition to Las Vegas then because, you know, again, Green Bay, you know, who could, they, they could have used, they really could have used Devontae Adams, who yeah. by the way, apparently did not fall off whatsoever. Oh my goodness. Uh, my God, Devontae dude, 17 targets, 10 receptions, a buck 41 and a touchdown. Um, I, I, I struggled putting him into this segment because we had talked, I, I wanted to really focus on great wide receivers, lifting offenses, It's hard for me to say Devontae lifted this offense um, because I think it was kind of sort of a mixed bag. Now, that being Mm -hmm. said, I do want to recognize the fact, and this is kind of sort of the theme of the show, but the matchups matter. And I think the Chargers D is damn good. I think the Chargers D is really good. Top five in the NFL, in my opinion. By the way, when they get J.C. Jackson back, oh, my God, watch out. Right. These guys are going to be nasty. These guys are going to be nasty, nasty. But Devontae Adams, still great stat line for him. Um, But what do we make of his impact on this Las Vegas Raiders offense? What did you think about Devontae here uh, coming into 2022?
1: Uh, yeah. First of all, on the Chargers' defense, uh, we had to tape our episode of Eckler's Edge early this week for for Yahoo, and um, so we've already we had it in the can this morning because I guess that guy's got something to do on Thursday. Uh, he couldn't <laughs> couldn't do it later in the week. <laughs> um, and he, yeah, he was he was saying that he thought that like the Raiders' offense actually you know looked fine and all that stuff, but. Th- their defense is just going to be that good this year. Like Khalil Mack was an animal in this game, three sacks. Uh, and and yeah, I, I, I agree with you, man, that, that Chargers defense. Like we're going to have to adjust expectations. And I, I think honestly, it was just like, they turned the ball over three times. Like that game could have been a lot closer if it wasn't for those turnovers. So yeah, I, I get your sense on like, did he really elevate the offense, but You could see like this passing game is going to have a whole new dimension with Devontae Adams. 48.6% of the team targets went his way. 53.3% of the the air yards went his way. I mean, he was just like you know what? You know what Devontae Adams looked like? He looked like Green Bay Devonte Adams. That's what Raiders <laughs> Devontae Adams looked like. Guy's open. He's an impossible right. cover. He's the best route runner in the NFL. Him and Stephon Diggs are one and two. You can put him in whatever you order you want. The guy's an unbelievable separator, and he's gonna absolutely change the the dimension of any offense. And then it just becomes like <clears throat> when does Darren Waller have that big game? You know, when he had 79 yards in this game. When does uh Hunter Renfro have that big game because Devontae Adams is out there? And yeah, it was just like Layup throw after layup throw for Derek Carr when he wasn't, you know, under pressure, wasn't getting a ton of, like, you know, heat uh, for, for throwing in deep into the secondary, you know, their interceptions, all that stuff. Like, right. the matchups will be there all year long for this team because Adams is that kind of talent.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, you take a look at the secondary, too, for... For LA and it's just you got playmakers just everywhere you know Asante Samuel playmaker Derwin James playmaker Nasir Adderley ball hawk right yeah Um, he's good he's really stepped up
1: yeah so I don't know and yeah they don't even have their best cornerback yet like right like that's the thing they don't even have their number one corner
0: I know when JC Jackson gets back and healthy, man, it's going to be, that's going to be really, really interesting. It's going to be a good look uh, for LA. All right. Um, But I want to touch on some of the other pass catchers there. Now you touched on it briefly. You talked about uh, Darren Waller, but I really want to focus in there on Hunter Renfro. What do we make of the Hunter Renfro line? Just six targets, just three catches, 21 yards for Hunter Renfro um, by the way, no other receiver saw more than one target, Matt. <laughs> it was the Devonte yeah. Adams show. That's all it was. Renfro saw six targets. No other receiver saw more than one. Um, so what do we make of Hunter Renfro moving forward?
1: Yeah, he's another guy that I didn't want to get too aggressive in my rankings because – you know there's already like volume questions with Devonte adams right like how i just wish i should have just shut the shut the f up about the volume concerns with Devonte adams and like stuck him within the elite tier with everybody else i feel like i feel like an idiot for overthinking that i mean i didn't have like a hard fade on adams but yeah um he was a guy he was a guy that you know i just didn't end up drafting very much because i was drafting stefan diggs oh well that's fine i think it'll work out yeah. um but uh <laughs> <laughs> when i drafted <laughs> when i drafted cd lamb over Devonte adams oh, that ain't gonna no. work out oh, that, that 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 ain't gonna work Oh, um, but yeah, Darren okay. Waller, too, lined up uh, in the slot or out wide on 80.4% of his snaps. So he's essentially a wide receiver for this team that's going to do some tight end stuff. Um, but yeah, Renfro, he's just not going to have these, like, or he's not going to have very often these like 10 target games or something like that. This is not going to be within his range of outcomes. Uh, I am really curious to see like how the red zone stuff splits out because Renfro was the one that got blanked. Uh, Devonte Adams and Darren Waller had saw end zone targets. Three for Devonte Adams, one for Darren Waller, and Renfro was the one who got blanked in Week One. Um, that's going to be kind of the key. Like, can he get back involved in that area of the field? Because that was kind of key for his big breakout season last year was being that red zone guy on the option routes for um, for Derek Carb. But it's like people <clears throat> like Hunter Renfro. I like Hunter Renfro, but like you either you're going to have same thing with Devonte Smith. Like Devonte Smith is a good player. AJ Brown's an elite player hunter renfro is a good player devontae adams is an elite player so when it comes to those crucial situations what are you going to scheme it up for you going to scheme it up for the elite player or a guy who's pretty good in hunter renfro i think i know what i'm doing i think i know what the raiders are going to do
0: last receiver i want to touch on here matt tyreek hill oh my god dude was awesome man and he is a player (laughs) that absolutely helped lift this miami offense you know uh we're talking about 12 targets eight receptions 94 yards didn't clear that century mark but I mean, you know, Tua only had 270 yards passing. And I will say this, Tyreek Hill for sure saved Tua an interception. That play where he goes up one-handed back across his body and like rips it from the defender. That is a a freaking interception 99 times out of 100. Tyreek Hill with an amazing play to help his quarterback out.
1: Yeah, I think at certain points that the – how does Tyreek Hill mesh with Tua from a deep ball perspective? It almost became like a meme at some point. You know, you get the Dolphins account, like tweeting every time he, Tua throws a deep ball in training camp. You know, I don't give a shit about any of that nonsense, right? Like uh, whatever, Show it, do it in a real game, right? But I mean, game, at the same time, it became like too much of a talking point because it's like, I don't really care if Tyreek Hill can't throw, um, you know, can't catch like 50 yard bombs from Tua every week because Tyreek Hill is a complete receiver. You know, you see that in his reception perception. He beats man, press, and zone coverage. Like he gets open at every level of the field. He's always been like a really underrated route runner, an underrated technician. And by the way, he's a great, like in those situations, as you were just talking about, the contested situation, the 50 50 ball situations for a smaller guy, like he has always been sort of like the modern version of Steve Smith in that way as a smaller player that plays above the rim. Um, So anyways, like I I just think he's a legit, alpha number one receiver so I don't really that's why it's like great I don't care if he's not going to catch a bunch of deep balls I don't care if he's not going to you know have those big huge highlights he had 9.1 air yards per target in in this game like yeah, that'll, work. That, that'll do you know yeah, you know, that'll, that, work. yeah that'll work it's, <laughs> it's lower than what we had <laughs> sure. gotten used to with Mahomes but just look at how much he threw at him I mean th- the target compares I know Jalen Waddle had a touchdown in this game like a, a, a nice little catch and run we, we know that's Jalen Waddle's game he had 30 yards after the catch in this game on just four catches. Um that's gonna be there, but the target and air yard distribution 42% of the air yards went to Tyree kill 20% to Jalen Waddle wow. 38.7% of the targets went to Tyree kill 16.1% to, to Jalen Waddle and Chase Edmonds is the only one who's above 7% of the targets beyond <laughs> those guys. Like this is the offense. It's those three players the with, with, you know, Chase Edmonds, like I said, kind of picking up the slack there, but I mean, Jalen Waddle's gonna have some big games. There's no doubt about it, but Tyree kill is a transformative talent. And then, you know, to, uh, we'll see a jury jury's still out. I think on Tua, um, I know you're really, really down on him. I'm, I'm yeah. not, I'm definitely not in, I'm not a two and on uh, card carrying member either, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I'm at least open to, I think he can run this offense. And that was, it was Tuanon. definitely a very impressive uh, debut. I think for Mike McDaniel in the offense, oh my uh, but God, it helps. Yes. Diary kill. That's for sure.
0: I mean, think about who he's sparring with on the other sideline, Bill Belichick, your first game out the gates. Are you kidding me? Hell of a performance by Mike McDaniel. Uh, And I thought the the defense played
1: fantastic uh,
0: for Miami, which was great. Um, And and listen, New England's got their own trouble problems. (laughs) They've got problems. Oh, man, they've got issues for sure uh, in their receiving room as well. Um, the Devontae Parker revenge game did not happen, so oh, <laughs> there's that as well. Yeah, no, I, you know, I know this is total confirmation bias, man, but I don't know. Like, the more I watch Tua, I'm like, oh my god, this is Alex Smith. It's like, oh my god, this is Alex. Like, every single time I watch this guy play, I'm like, no, yeah. You're right,
1: James. This is Alex Smith, dude. Like, <laughs> the guy, you know, you just like, ha- you're just having conversations with yourself on dude, Sundays. Hundred totally. like, percent. You're re- you're really right. <laughs> you're really right about this. <laughs> so I don't know, man. Like, I, it's like I don't know. Maybe that's like semi hot take-ish or whatever. And it's interesting. I no, I don't. Somebody. I don't think so I mean. No, Alex Smith had some had some good years, right? I mean, I, yeah. I don't think that's like a hot take or, or super disrespectful. And I mean, you just look at um Tyreek Hill's Air Yards per target in 2017 with um with Alex Smith in his in his big year, 11.6. Like, yeah, that's higher than what we saw in week 1, but I bet that Tyreek Hill lands around 10 20 10 11 right when when freaking Patrick Mahomes took over he was up at like 15 it's yeah. like that's not gonna happen with Tua but um you know Tyreek Hill still had 75 catches uh, almost 1200 yards and uh, seven touchdowns that year like I, I think that's pretty well within the range of outcomes for Tyreek Hill this year all right so there are your 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 stud guys that I felt like you know helped their offenses um and it was
0: the most clear example that I can r- remember where just like these guys just lifting an entire off, putting them on their backs, man, Uh, which is great.